What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, coming to you with another episode of The Founder's Journal, my daily audio diary made public for the world where I talk about the most important wins, losses, moments, and conversations happening behind the scenes at Morning Brew. As always, I am joined by my co-pilot, Josh Kaplan, and today we are talking about a topic quite familiar to Mr. Kaplan, We're talking about podcasting. Let's hop into it. You talked to somebody pretty cool yesterday. We've talked about it off the show and it has triggered me twice in the past 24 hours. Why don't we give a little background on who and what you talked to and about? First of all, to save people time, if you care about podcasts, you should listen to this episode. If you don't give a shit about podcasts, you should not listen to this episode. No, it's still interesting. I, I would question why you don't care about podcasts. But uh, this is going to be an episode where we talk about uh, where podcasting is going and what what I learned from my conversation. So yesterday, I chatted with Lewis Howes. Lewis and I have been connected in the past, and we spoke yesterday about just what's going on in his world. Lewis uh, has a podcast called School of Greatness. It gets hundreds of thousands of downloads a week. It's one of the top I believe 50 business shows in the Apple podcast store, seven figure business. He's out in LA with a team. And we were just chatting about what he and his team are doing to continue to scale, let's call it like the Lewis Howes brand, but also his podcast, how they grow their show. And it was a really enlightening discussion. I would say the biggest takeaway from it is it is really freaking hard to grow a podcast. Like every business, people say that's really hard to do what they do. In email, we've always said it's really hard to grow an email. But I think given how hard it is to find a podcast and how little, how few tools exist to share a podcast, I think podcast growth is one of the hardest mediums to grow if you are not even in the media industry, but you're just trying to grow an audio show. So it's really enlightening to both have someone who's like one of the best in the business, I would say resonate with that feeling. He finds it as hard today as he did seven years ago when he started the show. Um, but it was also awesome to hear kind of all these creative ideas he has for growing his audience. Can you divulge his secrets? So I'm not going to give away all of his secrets, but what I will say is he made me more confident that than ever that if you are going to launch a podcast, you need someone who is digitally native and like has an always on growth mind that is working on the podcast. In an ideal world, the talent or the host would be really digitally native and growth-minded, but also that could be your social media person or your producer. The feeling I got from talking with Lewis, and I think this comes from the fact that he worked in marketing prior to running his own business, but the guy is always thinking of ideas to engage his podcast audience to help grow the show. So he gave one example of uh, in recent weeks, I believe it was for their thousandth episode of the show. They did a $10,000 giveaway for School of Greatness listeners, where I believe if you left a review uh, on the show, and for people who are in the podcasting world, I know, Josh, you know this, like reviews are kind of like one of the gold standards for podcasting. You get more reviews. It helps you get more preferential treatment in people discovering it on the podcast apps. And so he ran a competition for people to leave reviews and a lucky review lever ended up winning $10,000. And by doing that, I think he got a few thousand more people to leave a review of his show. That bumped him up the rankings in the audio players, got them more downloads. 
And so every week he's thinking about a new initiative like this. He also shared that creating a ton of social content, social collateral that repurposes the show is incredibly important. So he actually brought up um, Jay Shetty, who has a podcast. The way that Jay Shetty built his whole podcast audience was from his social audience. And so what that means is in the way that you think about podcasting, you should also be thinking about social because in general, like mediums create the best opportunity for growing an audience. So what I mean by that is when we try to grow our email newsletter, we cross promote with other email newsletters. For podcasting, you should be trying to cross promote with other podcasts or with other audio visual uh, content. And so as you create any podcast, the idea of using clips of audio and video from your show and posting them on social and not just like once or twice a week, but like four or five times a day, he reiterated this idea that, you know, Lewis has hundreds of thousands, if not millions of followers on his social platforms. And there are still followers of his on social that will reach out to him saying they had no idea that he has a podcast. And he's literally been recording this show, I believe, for the last seven years. And people still don't know about it. So the amount of repetition you need in order for people to actually find out about your show and then take an action to subscribe to it or listen to it, it's crazy. And so I think it just increases the importance of kind of always being on on social, creating non-podcast related content. So then you have the permission to repurpose your show, video and audio on social when you want to. I think this is what we're getting to is where when you build a podcast, you're not only building a podcast, you have to build a show that's cross-platform. I think YouTube needs to be mentioned as well when you talk about audio video as far as getting the search engine discovery from YouTube then says, oh, I really like that clip that was on YouTube. I know what the person, the setting looks like. Now that I'm ready for the long form, I'm going to go to the podcast app and listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I completely agree with you with posting more, with being on all these different places that where when we were building the newsletter, we could focus purely on building the best damn newsletter and growing the best damn newsletter. Uh, when you get into multimedia, you have to think multi-platform as well. Without a doubt. And especially for Lewis's show, which is an interview show, I think it benefits incredibly from YouTube, not only because he was so early on in, on YouTube and he, he's been posting for so long, so he's built an up, up an audience there, but it, it is also a search engine in nature. And because he has all these massive guests on, he is able to draft off of the searches that happen for the people that he's interviewing. And I know that's been a massive boon for him. But at the end of the day, I think it's just important to realize it is so hard to grow a podcast. So first of all, having great content that is focused around an audience need or pain point is super important. Having great talent that's growth-minded is super important. But we have to remember is like, We've grown a, a newsletter to 2.4 million people on our daily newsletter. And think about how influential our referral program was. The ability to create a unique link, share that with someone, and get rewards. Over 300,000 Morning Brew readers have gotten at least one referral. No such mechanism exists for podcasting. And so the playbook has to look entirely different. And honestly, I think it has to be way more about creating, not way more about, but you have to create great content. But then we, for our newsletter, wrap that great content with a referral program. In the podcasting world, I think it's actually a way more fragmented approach or patchworked approach to try and grow the thing over time. And it is not going to be exponential growth. I've got a case study for you. To What's here? Differently. It's not a case study, but we're going to go through the, the case of it. Look, true crime podcasting is massive. 
It is incredibly popular. It is not the same as our typical morning brew reader from my understanding, but it is a, a highly consumed category of audio. Yep. If you were tomorrow running a true crime podcast, how would you grow that narrative style show? That's a great question. So if, if I had a true crime podcast, how would I think about growing it? God, it's such a different playbook because, you know, I can't, I can't leverage the distribution of people because it's not an interview style show. But what is leverageable is the fact that there's going to be this massive long tail of listens because it's evergreen content. I mean, I would think about targeting who is the demographic that listens to true crime. And I would make sure that I'm getting those episodes, whether it be through cross-promoting with other true crime podcasts or getting into communities of people that are into true crime. I mean, that's what I would start focusing on. But I, I think it's really hard because I guess if you're not serial, I, I would assume you're with a true crime po podcast, you're hoping for a massive spike in the beginning and then there's going to be this massive long tail. And so I, I think the, the go-to-market or PR plan at the launch of a true crime podcast is way more important than, say, something like business casual. What, it, what did I get right or wrong there? I think most of it is right. I think the idea and, and what I keep trying to think about is it's not personality driven. So you don't get the guests, you don't get the host, which changes the dynamic of the show dramatically. And I think what we're starting to see is that the best growth driver is to start another show. And then uh, that second true crime season or, or story or something will then send a whole nother group of listeners back to that first evergreen season or, or different story that you're telling. It, I mean, it looks more like, like a Hollywood playbook than anything else. But I think it's funny that when we look at like podcast charts or podcasts yep. and you know, we lump it all together uh, and it's a completely different beast. But if you're growing a newsletter, if you're growing a, I don't know, a romance newsletter compared to a morning brew newsletter, you probably could employ some pretty similar growth tactics because it's a newsletter sure. medium. But when you talk about different types of shows in the same podcasting medium, you then have to employ completely different growth tactics. Yeah. Um, and that's interesting to me. hundred percent. And I, th I think that when you have the benefit of having evergreenness of a show. So the fact that business casual, like most, of, or even for Founders Journal here, the things that we're talking about, whether it's, you know, we talked about yesterday, hiring being a team sport. Today, we're talking about the difficulty of growing a podcast. You know, we've talked about uh, whether it be like burnout or org charts uh, in the past. These things generally have a very long shelf life. And so I think part of like the growth strategy for these things is being so aware of content we create moving forward that can be referential to past content as well. And so I think about it with business casual, like we've had episodes on, you know, birth rates, that's this week in the episode, or like how broken the education system is. I don't think the narrative around how broken the education system is, is going anywhere. And so we have to think about how do we re refer back to these episodes for the next six months, year, two years, as we talk about these eight things in our newsletter on social media and in other places. I completely agree. Cool. Well, for anyone that loves jamming out on podcasts, first of all, you're, you're probably the only group that has gotten to this part of the episode 15 minutes in. I know Josh and I love talking about it. And I think what sits at the core of this is there's nothing more important than finding content audience fit and creating great, consistent content that delivers on a promise for a very specific audience. But then at the end of the day, every medium is going to have different levers you can pull to grow your audience or to catalyze growth. And I think it's important to acknowledge that podcasting is really hard and doesn't have some of the viral mechanisms that other mediums had. 
If you ever want to chat podcasting, shoot an email to alex at morningbrew.com. And also, I would much appreciate if you hit the subscribe button or reviewed the Founders Journal on Eiffel podcast. It makes a massive difference in people finding out about the show. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we will catch you tomorrow. Take it easy. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.